You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, horny family. This is Jordan. It's the horny housewife. It's Monday. We're back. I'm going to go ahead and guess that some of us are feeling hungover from the festivities last night. I bet we ate way too much fucking candy. Raise your hand. And now that Halloween's over, you know what that means. All the Christmas shit is coming out. When I was growing up, I kind of had a grinchy dad. We got all the presents we could ever want, but we, he wasn't like, fuck the lights, fuck all the decorations that I got to put up and I got to take down. And I understand, but as a woman, I love it. I love sprucing up the home, giving it a new vibe. I'm a white light girl. Let me tell you, I actually find colored lights repulsive or let me be like, not so harsh tacky. I guess that's harsh too. No colored lights can be done tasteful. I just don't like when we see, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm going to describe someone's home and offend someone. So you know what? Me and my husband are a divided home when it comes to the light preferences, but you know, we all have are demons. And on the topic of demons and or like relevance to evil shit, I watched Halloween Kills. I don't understand how Michael Myers is still alive. I don't understand if he has some sort of superpowers that we're unaware of. Just doesn't make sense to me at all. Like all those firefighters, like spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I don't understand. I don't know why Kyle Richards is in the movie. I love her. She's one of my favorite Beverly Hills housewives of all time. She's an OG. But like, that's your brand. Like, that is your brand. That's what I know you for. That's what I see you as. I can't see you as an actress. I can't. I know your title was like actress because you were in a movie when you were six years old and we have no idea what the movie's called. That's not true. Plenty of people know what the movie's called, but I have no fucking idea. Anyways, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm just can't, I just can't take anybody fucking seriously, including Michael Myers. What the fuck is going on? How does he kill people in the most disgusting fashion? And no one seems to have a lot of fight in them. They really don't. But speaking of nasty shit, we have a lot of nasty shit to talk about today. Well, some of you might not think it's nasty. Some of y'all might love it, oodle it up. I have a little 
bedtime story, afternoon delight story, a little warming story that might make for you ladies your panties wet. For men, you might get a boner wherever you're at. So just be prepared. I wanted to go ahead and start off by clearing the air, and I hope this doesn't ruffle any feathers or piss any of my sweet, sweet listeners off, but I have to clear the air. You heard it here first. One of the most recent questions I got was asking if I send pictures, like nudes. The answer, forever and always, will be no. So this is a podcast, and yes, the word horny is in it, and yes, we talk about very sexual things, and Jordy doesn't hold back. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I can be salacious would be an adjective we could use, very straightforward. I don't sugarcoat my answers by any means, and I do that because I care, because I think everyone deserves an honest opinion honest truth, honest perspective, and I'm being my authentic self. Now, no, uh, I really am a housewife. I am married and I am not going to send naked pictures of myself. Um, And more recently, I've been hit up about my feet. Now I tell my husband these and like, (laughs) but I seriously think that I might have a price tag on those. So send me your best offer and I will consider. I don't do video chats. I do a damn good job responding to my listeners, listening to my listeners, engaging with my listeners. And I want to know about you and how I can create better content for you. But that, you know, there are some lines drawn in the sand. I love you all. I do have something for all you perverts. I said on my Instagram that I would share about the sex that I had on Wednesday. I wanted to tell you because I had some realizations that I thought could help like the ladies listening, the men, anyone really, if you're in a committed relationship and you know how it goes, if you know, you know, Uh, and I thought maybe there was a little perspective. Okay, so Wednesday night came around like it does every fucking week. And you know, if you're married, you know, the routine, the autopilot, the schedule, especially if you have kids. And then even if it's like things are mixed up and you've got a lot of shit going on and it's not the same shit every day, you still got shit on your plate, right? Then the end of the day comes and people unwind certain ways, decompress certain ways. And usually Derek and I will watch a movie together or watch a show we're really into, have a glass of wine, talk, maybe play checkers or something. I don't know. Okay. That sounds like we're fucking old people, but we do do that shit. And when you've been together for a while, you kind of know each other's like when they're signaling they're turned on or they want you or like how foreplay begins, you know, you just know your person. And my husband was like, let's go take a bath together. And like, I wanted sex. He knew I wanted sex. I've been telling him I'd wanted sex. And he obviously was wanting sex. There wasn't an inkling in my body that did not want to be physically intimate with him. But when he said, let's go to the bath. And I like, because I knew what it meant, my dumb, toxic ass, like, and I didn't act on it, but my thought was like, okay, cool really original. Aren't I a fucking cunt? Isn't that terrible? And I was like, I paused for a moment and I really did like think before I put my foot in my mouth, which I can often do. But I was like, you know what? Just go with the fucking flow, baby girl and quit 
marking it off as like, okay, same old, same old. I know exactly what's going to happen. So much for pushing me up against the wall and ripping my clothes off on this Wednesday night. And I didn't. I'm like, okay, that's, I'm just going to ruin it if I bitch, if I complain, make nothing out of something when he's trying to be sweet to me and be loving and be a lover to all my body parts. And you have to remember, ladies, we can be hard on our men sometimes, and sometimes we make them feel nervous. Sometimes if they're worried, we're going to reject them. So I take my little bum upstairs and we get in a warm bath. And of course, it evolved as you would expect. We were warm and loving and making out. And then I get on top of them and then I turn around and reverse cowgirl them. And then we get out of the bath and we get into the bed and we continue on our love fast, fuck fast. It was really wonderful and I felt really connected. And I was like, God, imagine if I would have bitched because it didn't play out how I was imagining in my head the night was going to go because I had something else envisioned because I had something so specific in my brain and it wasn't going like Jordan played it out. That's fucked up, you know? And I wondered, do any other people do such stupid shit like I do? When you have moments with your spouse, just totally be present and go with the flow. Quit getting in your head of how you want it to play out, what you think is best, what you think would be the hottest. What's going to create the hottest moment is people feeling comfortable and relaxed and present. And after a crazy whirlwind day, whirlwind day sitting on the couch doing the same shit we do every night wasn't going to be it. My husband wanted to decompress in the bath because that was going to set the tone. So sometimes like let your partner take the lead. Even if you're like, I really didn't want to get my hair fucking wet. Like put it up in a high fucking ponytail. Okay. And don't go dunk your head under. Okay. Let's answer a listener question. Okay. Cause we got a goodie. I have been listening to your podcast over the last week and absolutely enjoy them. Thanks. And we'll tell you that this will probably be lengthy. Okay. Here we go. To get started. I've been in engaged for two years now and I absolutely love my partner. On the other hand, the sex has died and makes me feel like it's me. And when we do have sex, I get asked, can it be a quickie? And it's driving me crazy because I'm very sexual. The other question is at my workplace, I have found two women that work in the place I find very sexually attractive, but both are married. <gasps> red alert, red alert. And I know it's wrong to have these feelings, but I feel they give me these signs. They're feeling the same just for a fling. I don't know what to do. Should I provoke it or leave it and how to go about it? And I would like to have an unbiased opinion on both questions. Well, unfortunately, sir, I can't say this is totally unbiased because I have a vagina and I have been cheated on before. And those women you described are like what housewife, what women, married women don't like don't we call those home wrecker ratchet slut whores okay it's not gonna lead you to a road of solution in any fucking way like open marriage cool happy fucking for you both people are in the know do you boo your swingers hell yeah you're you're in a cuckolding situation everything's on the up and up there's the communication okay but if you're being fucking sneaky you're be you're betraying them okay and i'm just being straightforward in regards to that situation i think it's fucked up because it just don't don't be a coward like leave her 
fucking leave her if that's what you have to do. Say you want to, you need to go on a break. Maybe you need to see what your priorities are. Now, don't be fucking selfish and take a break. Go fuck everyone who you want. Learn your lesson and then go back and, you know, cake and ice cream. You can't have them both. It's not fair. You say you love your partner, but you're going to either have to really turn inward, have some awkward, uncomfortable conversations. I'm sure this is relatable for so many men. And I know I sound like I'm being definitely judgmental about the situation, but if there's a lack of sex, there's a reason for it. So you need to get clear about what that is. If things just cannot improve and you can see where the damage has been done, you can see, you don't, I don't think that you have kids and you're married from what you've told me. Like you don't have to try to fight this hard for this, especially if you are unhappy. And there's always going to be women who want to hook up with you and women that are really unfulfilled in their marriages that don't want to leave because they want to stay with the kid, stay for the kids and go hook up other places. But it's like, I could bet a lot of money that a lot of turmoil and mess and then expensive divorce, it's a very slippery slope. I have been cheated on. I have cheated. My husband that I'm married to, we have never had a bout of infidelity. And I can guarantee you that having trust like that and knowing someone's that ride or die or loyal for you and just fucking honest, like we're really honest and open about things. We're not stupid and play naive because anybody can fucking cheat. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are. I know there's cheat the, t- the cheating type and then the not cheating type, but anybody's capable. Like, you know, you hang out at a barber shop, you're going to get a haircut kind of thing. Now, I know you can't go change careers or whatever, but if you're opening that door, you're opening that door. So just know So I would at least go tell the girl you love that, hey, I have a wandering eye because this shit's getting bad. So I would prefer if I was your girlfriend, I'd be like, I'd rather you tell me that you can't stop thinking about other people because you are so sexually frustrated and you feel completely neglected and rejected by me. That would do the trick more. And think about it for vice versa. What if it was the opposite? What if she's at work and there's two other guys, but some guys get off to this shit. Okay. But what if it really hurts your fucking feelings? And she was doing that and was like, you know what? I'm going to, he's only giving me quickies. And I, that was a test. And I wanted to see if he would choke me and spank me and say dirty shit in my ear. But he just does the two pump chump. No offense. I'm probably making this person hate me, but I love you. And if if you are into your girl with other guys, get ready, buckle your seats, because we're, a, is that buckle your seatbelt? We're about to talk about cuckolding. I brought this up two episodes ago, but we're going to go a little bit deeper. We're going to not only, am I going to read you some perspective from listeners, some horny familia on what it's like to partake in the cuckolding lifestyle, I will then read some audio erotica, and it is fucking hot and steamy. It really is. It's like, it's like a lot. So our first listener, he 
wrote in, after I asked if anyone lives this lifestyle and wants to tell me the deets, he said he listened to the podcast and that he's been cucking with his my wife for over 10 years now. Huge turn on. Uh, he said, ask me any questions. They keep everything discreet and that... He believes a lot of people have fantasies, but in a lot of cases do not act or talk about them, and it causes a lot of relationship splits, which is interesting. So I was fucking intrigued, duh. So I said, I want to know more. How did you bring this up? Did you discuss this during dating? Was this something that came about in your time being married? And would she be okay with you being with another woman? I asked, has anything negative ever came from it? And what about the men she hooks up with? Do they have any sort of relationship outside of sex? And he responded, love you, love you. Thank you, thank you. Giving us the tea. Okay. This came up while we were married, he said. I was scheduled to be away for 12 to 15 months. He married a chick who loves sex. She loves dick. You go, girl. I truly love her and deep down would do anything to keep her happy. Y'all sound so fucking cute. I didn't want her to be dick deprived. How sweet of you. It's a long story that starts way before being married to her. A lot of misconceptions with this lifestyle. She doesn't like the idea of me being with another chick without her there. I love that you allow the hypocrisy because like, I love that because I want to actively be a hypocrite, but my husband doesn't allow me, but wish he did. I keep it a organic and let her make all of the moves. I'm good with whatever she is comfortable with. Nothing negative has come of this. We have been cuckolding whatever you want to call it for 10 years. And if I knew she was cool with it, would have asked her years before. As far as her and relationships beyond hookups, that's a negative. She's a fuckboy's dream. Dating apps are great, although a lot of guys are intimidated by the fact she is married. She's pretty fucking awesome. She does sound awesome. She does sound awesome. Now, I won't lie. You want, you want to know like what popped into my head after reading this email? I was like, he sounds so like nice and generous. And the fact that this is his kink, like this girl is getting away with double homicide, truly. Like, and I do say that with like a little itty, 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 itty bit of jealousy. But the other part is just me being judgmental. And I do have a hard time believing that like how do you not have feeling like if she really is a fuckboy's dreams like she's just a bad bitch and like I'll give it to you okay I'll give it to you but how does like other emotions not come into play like what if you meet these people and you feel a certain type of way and like wouldn't it be a numbers game like at some point you're gonna meet someone who you like feel some type of way about or no I wonder what boundaries have to be put in place to prohibit that from occurring. You know what I mean? Like I could see like going to Mexico on vacation and then bringing another girl home, like something that is never going to affect your home life again. You know what I mean? But if just in your community and like meeting people online that are local, like that sounds terrifying. So if you're new here and you didn't hear the episode about cuckolding and you don't know what it is, sorry guys, Psh, duh, I should have said this earlier, it's like a man who has a kink with his woman being with other men and it could be in relation to like, 
he likes humiliation or it's like a dominant submissive thing or it could just be what gets his rocks off and or it could be a he likes his woman asking for permission like him being a dominant kind of thing so it's just where the girl gets to be with the other men and it's a cut queen if the guy if she likes to watch him fucking other girls so I talked to another listener I asked him to kind of like I asked a question similar to the ones I asked him and he went really in depth for me so let me let me give you the scoop cuckolding is normally the man giving up any sexual authority and going full sub to their partner whereas swinging both parties hook up with someone in cuckolding the male is left out and in my case either left at home or often humiliated get ready for the audio erotica wink wink it was something that came about through swinging and trying to further spice up our sex life. For background, in my professional life, I'm always in charge or in an alpha type role and have been since shortly after college. While I'm comfortable in both roles sexually, sub or dom, sub was a full release of power for me. That's cool. Uh, many of the ideas did come from porn, but that was something else we shared as we would watch it together during foreplay. I did love it and have on occasion sparked it back up with the right partner, but it hasn't been something often for a few years. This is only brought up to partners once the relationship is well established. By the time it's brought up, both have admitted to and or talked about many different fantasies. I asked him what his boundaries were in the relationship. I have very few boundaries, three main rules. No bodily fluids, no blood, no piss, no shit that wouldn't be found in vanilla sex. The only other must-have boundary is condoms no matter what. Safe, good, smart. It's almost impossible to not get emotion involved. I love their honesty. And that's what ended the longest term cuckolding situation I was in. It had to be stopped because rules were being broken. And it seems like inevitably, wouldn't that be the case? The rules we set down for ourselves and they have to be followed. And come on, rules that are meant to be broken. And it's just like, that sounds so like difficult. In short, yes, there are many more people that are involved in this segment of a swinging lifestyle than I ever realized. I fucking bet. I bet there are. Most of my relationships have been fully monogamous, both men and women, and I joined in if I was asked to, but often not for my pleasure, but to please them. And yes, both men and women are welcome. So the lifestyle does not discriminate. You know what would be interesting? I think it would be absolutely fascinating to see a group of people like a study done. People that don't regularly watch pornography. And I know some of y'all are probably laughing. You're like, this is this the horny housewife I'm listening to? What? I do believe there are a percentage, whether it's religious or just just like lifestyle. I think there are people that don't watch porn a lot, okay? Or watch porn at all. And then I think there is a percentage of people that watch porn excessively. So going to both extremes, I would just love to see couples or like relationships like that compared to a wife swap or something with them. I would watch that shit. I can't help but think that there's got to be a fine line between kink, fetish, 
preference, like what gets your rocks off, what you're into, what you're curious about, fantasy, and then being insatiable. And do the two go hand in hand in a way, you know, coming from an insatiable girl herself. Now, speaking of kinks, I've got another listener question to fire at you. Okay, I'm a 53-year-old married man of 33 years. I am so turned on by pegging in male, male, female videos. My wife has no idea about this, and I'm too embarrassed to tell her. I've used so many objects for anal pleasure while I masturbated over the years. Actually, this obsession goes back to when I was very young. Now I'm getting older and wonder if it's too late. I don't know. Any suggestions? I do know that she would say, that's gross, you're not right. Okay, so very loaded question with lots of points that I need to touch on. So first of all, you're married 33 years, so you've been married to her for a long ass time. So right off the bat, I'm going to say, yeah, I think you need to, you do need to have the conversation. It's not too late, right? I mean, what I suggest to any of the listeners that I have now, if you feel like this, don't wait this long to have the conversation. Okay. So I would, and here's how I would go about it. I would approach her and tell her, Hey, you know, just like you have a G spot and a hot spot and this place in your body that is literally called the G spot that can give you a wonderful orgasm. It feels good, gives you pleasure. So I'm assuming she likes to have sex with you and you've had sex. I know you said she would say that's gross. You're not right. So maybe she's not into all the things, but you could, you know, she could still have sex with you and put her hands in other places she hasn't put them before and access your G spot, you know, get a little fingy fingy action. And then maybe things could graduate and maybe explaining to her that, Hey, look, we can read articles about this. This is not just some, how you're going to communicate. This is going to mean everything. If you show her a video and say, this is what I'm into. She's probably not ready for that. Okay. Don't tell her that you shove shit up your ass when you jack off. Don't tell her you want to peg right away. I think we need to work this one up, honestly, if you know that she's going to be repulsed by that because it could start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere for you, okay? Now, if I'm getting a little shrinky shrinky on you, okay, because I love you. When you said this obsession goes back to when you were young, I can't help but want to know, like, does that mean something triggered this obsession? Is that, or was it watching pornography and that's, it kind of just gave you a nice feeling and then you found that spot? Because a lot of, I've heard that like people will, that that's a thing. Like when you're masturbating, you can stimulate yourself in that area and you have a really awesome orgasm. No shame. Like, don't feel bad. You have a fucking G spot there. Like I said, so I think explaining it to her like that would be good. But maybe if she is like so repulsed, so disgusted, maybe therapy about it to like see the root. Maybe if she understood the root. Uh, But yeah, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. And I think that going that long actually causes it to be way harder for you because she's going to be like, you've liked this for this long and you're telling me now. So maybe I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't start it in by diving deep and telling her that you've had this kink forever. I would like start by saying, this feels good. I want to try this. 
That's what I think your best bet would be, honestly. I hope that helped. I hope that helped, gave you some maybe little ideas. I love you, Horny Family. By the way, if you ever want to ask me a listener question, you could submit it, you know, DM me on my Instagram, or you can, the link in the bio, you can submit anonymously. You can find all the places to listen. My Instagram is the.hornyhousewife podcast. And boy, is she growing every day. I open my Instagram and smile. The dopamine shots are a flowing. I'm not going to lie. That shit works. What's that movie that's like the social dilemma? (laughs) All true. I am addicted. Now, TikTok, our TikTok family is growing as well. 14,000 strong at the Horny Housewife. See you there. Join the family. Now, everybody, are you ready for the bedtime story? Are you ready for the feel-good story of the week? This post, this story, this article could be found on the subreddit erotica by USB, like the USB in your computer, USB stories. Okay. He wrote, he or she wrote this really well. It's so good. I think it ties perfectly with the cug holding topic, really paints a picture of the lifestyle, if you will. It's called tied up and watched my wife fuck another man up close. So I hope you enjoy. My wife Erin called me into the bedroom one Sunday afternoon. I discovered her there wearing a matching set of crimson lace lingerie, thigh-high leggings, a thong, a bralette, and fingerless gloves that extended above her elbow. She was posing on the bed, and I didn't need a second invitation to join her. I jumped on top and we started kissing hot and heavy as she pulled off my shirt and pants and finally my boxers. She pushed me off of her and rolled on top of me. She stretched my arms out above me, holding them taut. We both like being subs, so her voluntary doming is a real treat. She reached over my head and pulled a couple of straps out from under the top of the mattress and cuffed my wrist to the corners of the bed. Then she turned around and did the same at the bottom of the bed, strapping my feet in. She wiggled her ass in my face a little while, strapping me in, and I lifted my head up and gave it a little nibble. Then she turned around again, straddling me, and we began making out while she reached down and began stroking my cock. Then she whispered in my ear, I have a little surprise for you. Do you want it? I nodded, yes. I'll be right back. She hopped off the bed and left the room, leaving me spread starfish and naked on the bed. If she left me like this, it would be a cruel joke. A moment later, she returned, leading Neil by the hand. Aaron first told me about Neil six months ago. He was a complete stranger who had approached her in a department store to give her his number. Normally, this sort of thing would make her really uncomfortable, but she described the encounter as respectful and not weird at all. She only told me because she thought it was funny and wanted to see if I would get jealous. She said he was very handsome and confident, and to be honest... I did feel a little weird about it, but I found that the idea of her with another man turned me on. A few days later, I confessed this kink to her. She was a little upset at first, but quickly became curious. I explained to her I would be very upset if she had a romantic relationship outside of me, but watching her fuck was something I had fantasized about. We didn't talk about it again for a while, but she kept his number, and once or twice we incorporated the idea of another man into our roleplay during sex. 
Then, about a month ago, after one such role-playing session, she brought it up again. What if we did? Did what? Brought Neil into our bedroom. I didn't think we would ever seriously consider it, so I was quite surprised. We talked through it a bit, discussed the details of what sort of boundaries we would want and how we would go about it. We kept open communication and continued talking about it. In a few days and a couple texts later, Erin was getting ready for her first date with Neil. She didn't mention me at all on the first date. She just wanted to get to know him and make sure he wasn't a total creeper. On the second date, she told him about me and that she's only interested in sex, not a relationship. He took a few days off to think about it before agreeing to meet both of us for a third date. It was all going well, and we had all agreed on what ground rules we would want to put in place, if we all decided to move forward, that is. Since I had only just met him, I wanted to talk with Aaron once more in private before moving forward. Open communication is the key to making something like this work without destroying our marriage, and that's the last thing we wanted. So after airing out all of our concerns, we agreed to meet Sunday evening to set a time, date, and place. But then, just hours before we were supposed to meet anyway, I found myself strapped to our bed as my wife surprised me with an early treat, dressed only in boxer briefs. Aaron, lead. Aaron led Neil to the foot of the bed where I lay naked. One final time, she asked. Everybody's on board? Yes, Yes. Aaron laid down on the bed next to me as Neil stripped off his one piece of clothing. She turned to face me and whispered, I love you, as he mounted her. With one hand holding mine and one hand on his back, she gave me a deep, long kiss as Neil pulled her thong off and began eating her out. We continued to make out as he continued until she stopped, reached down, and led him up until he was right on top of her. She removed her bra and cast it aside, and he took a moment to admire her perfect D's. Then she looked him deep in the eyes, and I knew what was about to happen. She turned her head back to mine and gave me one more deep kiss. Her lips parted. She gasped and looked me in the eyes. I couldn't believe my fantasy was coming true. My wife fucking another man right next to me in real life. A rush of emotions flooded my brain as we made out, her face bouncing back and forth against mine from his thrust. She broke her kiss with me and locked lips with him as he continued fucking her. I could see from her face that he was giving her a lot. She wrapped her arms around his back, fingers curled into his hair as they made out. All of her attention was on him now. I was just strapped in for the ride. All I could do was watch as my cock twitched on its own in the open air. I was loving every second. They they repositioned and began fucking doggy style right over the top of me. She didn't touch me. Her hands were positioned on either side of my head and I felt the bed jostling and all I could see was her face directly over mine, clenched in ecstasy, bouncing as he pounded into her pussy. I'm gonna come. Wait, she said, and the pounding stopped. She grabbed him by the hand and directed him to the head of the bed, kneeling directly over my head. I want him to see. Then she knelt right in front of him and leaned forward again. They were in doggy style again, but rotated 180 degrees, so my head was directly underneath the action. Her swollen pussy and his cock dangled directly over my face. Come in me. 
Just inches above my face, I watched Neil's hands grip Aaron's waist and guide his cock into her. Up close and personal, I saw his cock slide in and out as he began thrusting. In moments, I heard them begin to moan as the pace picked up. Aaron rested her head on my crotch, touching but ignoring my cock, giving him my favorite face-down, ass-up view. Soon they were climaxing and the thrusting became erratic. He pounded into her for a few last times before coming to a rest. I stayed silent and listened to their gasping, breathing, and muttered compliments when he pulled out a heavy string of his cum mixed with her juices dripped across my face. I looked up my body toward her, and she hung her head to look back at me through the space between our bodies. She must have seen the mess on my face, and I saw her flash a naughty smile. Come around here, she whispered, not moving, and Neil obeyed, walking around to stand in front of her. She leaned back on her knees, angling her body so I could see as she pulled him close and took his cock into her hand. She gave it a couple strokes, then a couple kisses, and finally closed her lips around his head and began to blow him. She only let me watch for a moment, because a second later she leaned back and sat her ass directly on my face. Her pussy was soaking wet. I could taste her familiar juices mixed with his salty cum. I began licking not just to eat her out, but also to get more of that illicit taste. I couldn't get enough. I felt her grinder pussy on my face as I worked, and then I felt her shivering again. She stayed there a while, letting her juice and his cum seep into my face. I felt her weight shift and the straps released on my ankles one at a time, then on my wrist. She went to get up off my face, but I grabbed her waist and tried to get her to stay for one more round. She laughed and tried getting up again. Come on, Jacob, let me get up. I looked around, blinking to get used to light again. Neil was nowhere to be seen. Then I looked to Aaron, her face and chest covered in his semen. Honestly, I'm impressed he had that much left after what I just ate out of her pussy. I grab her by the wrist and fling her onto her back on the bed. She laughs playfully as I jump on top and begin licking his cum off her body and face. I grab her hands and pin them to the bed above her head and go to kiss her. His cum pours out of my mouth and into hers, mixing around our tongues and squirting out between our lips as we make out. God, this was hot. I push my cock into her as we continue kissing and begin pounding. I push my cock into her as we continue kissing and begin pounding. She can fuck him all she wants, but in the end, she is mine and I am hers. The fucking end. Jesus fucking Christ. That was hot and steamy and erotic. And is everybody hot and bothered? You're like, I bitch, I closed out the second you said the end. I closed out, I finished. Anyways, um, if you liked that, I know this, you know, every episode doesn't have audio erotica. So if it, this ain't your thing and you were like, I'm wildly uncomfortable, I didn't even know how I made it through, I just wanted to know the story ending. This isn't what I do every week. I just maybe once a month we pop it in per request because a lot of y'all seem to message me about it and like it. So 
Uh, go give me fucking five stars for playing both characters, all three, please. It, oh, Neil didn't really have any lines, did he? But if you love me, if you're a part of the horny family, if you want to be a part of the horny family, go over to iTunes, subscribe, give me five stars, write a review if you feel kind and generous. If you have nothing nice to say, don't fucking say it at all. Keep it to yourself, Becky. Smoke a joint. Okay, everyone, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I will see you next Monday. More of your burning questions to be answered. I have so many questions. Keep sending them in. It's really awesome. Make sure you go follow me on the social media and I can talk to you more. You can follow along, see all the shit that I think is funny. I think I have a wonderful sense of humor, by the way. Okay, see you next Monday. Have a great week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.